Hello, welcome to the Moxie Brand Academy podcast with me, Claire Coupland, online growth mentor and educator. Each week we'll talk about growing your business, marketing, mindset and so much more. So grab your favourite drink and let's get into it. Hi, welcome to this week's episode where we're going to talk about five things you can do for your SEO. So if you listen to any of the other episodes, you'll know that I'm a big believer in SEO, growing your business in that kind of organic way that will ensure you keep getting people coming to your website, finding your website and using your website the way that you would like them to. So I talk about this a lot because I recently took a break, which I mentioned in the last episode, and still people are finding my website, finding my pins, and doing all the things that I'd hoped they would do because I'd put all that investment of time back at the beginning and I continued to grow my website with those things all the way through. So I thought I'd give you five things that you could do to make sure that your website grows, your business grows, and those things just keep ticking over nicely if you did need to take a break. So the first thing would be to do some trend research. So when you're thinking about creating content, and I think about this for every platform, not just for your website SEO, you've got to really know what people are looking for, what they're interested in, what they want, what they're searching for. And there are lots of ways you can do this. You don't just have to think of ideas out of the top of your head. So hopefully as a business owner, you have content pillars, things that you talk about, things that you are kind of focused on. You've kind of drawn down and got to a point where your business has these main things that you tend to talk about. And you might not call them content pillars, but that's basically what they are. So for instance, for my business, SEO, online growth, Pinterest, these are all things that I talk about on a regular basis. One, I believe that they're excellent for every business. And two, they're the things that I really know quite a lot about. So I tend to talk about those things and give people advice around those things. So those things then form my content pillars. Within those content pillars, I then go and find out what's going on, what people are searching for. So uh, answer the public, great website, find out what people are actually searching for. A quick Google search will show you in the drop down menu what people are looking at around the terms that you are uh, writing about. And I find out all those things that people are interested in and then I put them into blog posts or podcast episodes or content for Instagram posts, etc. Number two, ask your audience. So this seems really simple when you think about it, but so many people don't ask. Very easily you can do this on a poll on stories. You can put together a whole questionnaire if you want to. Um, I love Typeform. And you can even embed that into a website page and ask people to go there, which will also help your SEO because people are going to your website. Um, But you can ask people what they're interested in, what they want to know, what tips, what advice they're after, and then write things around that. And I think that that is a really great way to ensure that you are tapping into the right audience and staying current and making sure you're giving people what they're after. Then when you've got all that research, tip three would be align that to your brand. So some things are not going to fit in your brand and that's okay. And some things are not going to fit in your content pillars and that's okay. But can you actually align the things that you found out and make them work within your brand? 
and therefore give that information that people are after, those things that people are searching for, a new spin. So it becomes quite unique. Now, we don't want to be too unique because some people won't go and search something so new, but you could add a new spin to something and that might make you the top performing post or the top performing web page for that particular term or keyword. So these things can have a really big benefit. Add some content. Um, so this is actually number three, last one was kind of like a 2A. Um, so add some content to your website. Now, this is really important. We talk about adding blog posts all the time and, and you know, making sure that you're keeping your website up to date and current and nobody really tells you why. And there are lots of reasons why this is important. Firstly, showing search engines that you are up to date, showing search engines that there's new content on there that they can crawl. So that's the purpose. You know, they, they only really go and crawl your site if you've got new things that have been added. And every time they crawl your site, you get the chance to improve your domain authority. You get the chance to get new keywords recognized and all those things. So without site crawls, basically you won't get any recognition for anything you're doing. So if your website sat there for the last six months and nothing's been changed on it, Search engines won't have had a reason to go and have a look at it, really. They wouldn't have had that marker of, oh, there's something new here to go and crawl. So you want to be keeping things up to date for that reason. Two, you get new customers and people find you because you're then hopefully using the content that you're writing about, uh, the blog posts, etc., to make posts on Instagram, pins, that kind of outreach stuff that helps you to get customers to you, it helps you to get your clients to you and gives people a reason to come and see your website. Three, it gives you a way to link through things. Um, so if you have a page that's all about, let's say, nail polish, and then you have a secondary page that's about removing nail polish, if you link those two things together, it gives the person on your website somewhere else to go next, especially if you make it really obvious that there's something that attaches to that particular post. Again, you could have a, a main content page that'd be where these blog posts might sit. So you might have a page all about different nail polish colors, and then you can have lots of content that comes off it in forms of blogs. And this creates a nice little web and this is what the bots like to crawl, but it also makes it really easy for your customer to kind of navigate around your website, find the information they're looking for, add value to that information by getting extra information and so on. So you're kind of improving your customer experience and you're giving more things for the bots to crawl. Number four, shout about it everywhere you can. I think we're so bad at this. Um, I think we're not very good at sharing our links. We're not very good at um, telling people what we've been doing. We kind of think people aren't bothered, I think, and they won't go look anyway. So what's the point? But if you're creating it, make sure you're shouting about it too. I would be sharing that information on Pinterest, obviously, my favourite place. Um, I would be sharing it in stories. I'd be sharing it maybe through a reel, which we know has got a really good reach at the moment. And I'm talking now, June 2021. So if you're listening at another time, that might have changed. Um, maybe sharing it in a grid post. Um, maybe sharing it in forums or groups that you're in. Just really thinking about where you can get that information to the people that might be interested. Because you're not doing it to serve yourself, you're doing it to help others. And when you start to think about it like that, it changes the whole motive for sharing our work, our blog posts, our content, all of those things. 
do a technical check. So this is actually quite simple. I know that people get really worried about technical stuff and yeah, it can be a little bit overwhelming, but do a technical check, run a speed check, see how fast your website is, um, have a look at if you've got any 404s. If you sign up for Google Consult, which is a free service, they'll actually just message you when you've got a 404. So I'll send you an email ahead of the weekend for um, page that had been reassigned somewhere else and not redirected properly. My fault. Um, I should know better, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, so none of us perfect basically, but yeah, have a look at the Google console and make sure that things are kind of working. Uh, keep things up to date when you're uploading images, make sure they're not too big, make sure they're kind of JPEGs if possible. I know PNGs sometimes work better on some sites, but just keep them quite small. Upload them at the size you're going to use them so that your website's not having to kind of change the size. That slows websites down really, really, oh, so much. So images are the biggest thing that you can improve on in terms of SEO. So the takeaways this week are do some trend research, ask your audience, align that research to your brand, add some content to your site and try and do it regularly. You know, we're talking at least once a month would be perfect. Shout about it everywhere you can and have a look at the technical side of your website. Now, if you liked that, I do a five things um, mail out every single month for Moxie Mail and you can get this straight into your inbox. So if you want to sign up, there is a box over on the website, moxievia.co.uk and we would love to have you in our club. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want more, head over to moxieva.co.uk where you'll find resources, downloads and guides. And if you want to continue the conversation, find me at Grow With Moxie over on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to get episodes in your feed every week. And can I ask you to please leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts as it helps other people find us. Thank you again and I hope you have a great week.